This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. You're listening to The Assist with Trevor Hart. All right, welcome back. Thanksgiving is about to be upon us. I know that the day I'm recording this, we're a week away, but hey, come on, man. I only got like three more days of classes before break. So uh, I wanted to talk about some of the best um, Thanksgiving or like around this time of year, you know, couple last couple weeks in November, uh, tournaments that go on in college basketball and what you need to be looking out for, uh, you know. I don't really watch football on Thanksgiving. It's always college basketball, if I'm being completely honest. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay, so I am going off of a – I found an article on CBS Sports um, doing, like, the top tournaments. So some of these are in December, so I will be skipping them because the Thanksgiving tournaments are really what brings in a lot of people. So, um, yeah, start off with uh, number one that they have on their list, the Air Force Reserve Hall of Fame tip-off. I agree it's number one. I may be a little biased because Purdue's playing in it, and that is on uh, the 20th and 21st, so Saturday and Sunday. The matchups are going to have the first round, uh, Villanova against Tennessee, two ranked teams or two teams that should be ranked, and then North Carolina against Purdue, and it will be bracket play that will go on to Sunday. Uh, Yeah, very excited to see this. Um. Villanova is always a school that you got to watch out for. You you'll look at Villanova's roster and you'll be like, man, I don't, I really don't think Villanova is gonna be that good this year. But Jay Wright just went into the Hall of Fame. You know, he's in there for a reason. And uh, Colin Gillespie's then probably one of the top guards in the nation. I want to say top guard, but I know that there are uh, some that are better than him. And then Tennessee, Tennessee's always in contention. You know. It's just one of those teams where you're like, man, I don't know how they do it every year. But I remember like a couple years ago, it was, I believe the Maui Invitational, it was Purdue against Tennessee. And that was like the, that was, that was four years ago at this point. Because the next year we played them in the tournament, uh, Purdue played Tennessee in the tournament and they ended up winning. But, uh, yeah, Tennessee and Thanksgiving area in these tournaments are deadly because they beat Purdue by, like, 20 or something like that. And then for North Carolina, Purdue, I mean, don't really know that much about North Carolina's roster this year. I know they have Hubert Davis as their coach now because Roy Williams retired. But um, if they have someone to stop Zach Eady, and uh, I wonder where they got him because Purdue usually – soaks up all these big men and some of the best big men in the country. And even if they're not like highly ranked, they're going to be the best in the country when it's all said and done. So um, very exciting to watch those games. Um, yeah. I'm hopefully I'm going to be able to watch those uninterrupted this weekend. So then we got the uh, number four on their list. The next couple were um, in early November and December. Um, so next is the Good Sam Empire Classic. Really, the only reason they put it up this high is because the second day, this will be on the 22nd and 23rd, by the way. Um, the second day on the 23rd, 
you get a guaranteed matchup between Gonzaga and UCLA. Of course, a rematch of the Final Four game to win to overtime. Jalen Suggs killed it, and uh, you know for the win. And um, I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie here. I didn't think Gonzaga was gonna be that good. Like I knew they would probably start out like number one or something like that in the country just because of what they did last year, almost going undefeated. And um, I was like, man, they really only added Chet Holmgren to a team that was already very shallow in their bench. And they lost Joel Ayayi, Jalen Sugg, and Corey Kispert. So I'm like, you're losing three players out of like a seven-person rotation. You're only adding one. I mean, you got a gotta starting five, but I mean, I don't know, man. But... That game that Gonzaga had against Texas, I get it was at Gonzaga, but usually, like, that doesn't matter. Because, like, I literally just learned that Gonzaga's, uh, what Gonzaga's, like, uh, arena's name was. And I was like, oh, I guess they do play basketball there. Because every time you watch Gonzaga, they're never at home. Like, unless you're a big Gonzaga fan, like, they're never at home. They're always at these tournaments, something like that. Like the Phil Knight tournament that was in uh, Portland. Or they're always in like somewhere. Last year they were in North Dakota. And it's just like, man, I have never seen them at home until then where they played Texas. Did good. Did great, actually. Drew Timmy. I watched like the first 10 minutes of that game and then I fell asleep because those West Coast times, man, you got to be kidding me. And that was after I had uh, already done... Uh, broadcasting for a game did commentary on it, so I was like, I I got I'm gonna try and watch like the first half, but I'm gonna be tired. So I made it through like the first ten minutes. Drew Timmy, I understand. I tweeted this last year saying that Jalen Suggs is my favorite player in college basketball, not to wear the old golden black. And I said Drew Timmy is a close second. That was really just in the tournament. I was like, I just love watching Drew Timmy play. He's still dominant, like, and Texas, they're known for their big men. You got Miles Turner, Jared Allen, Jericho Sims. You're like, oh, man, and he's he was out there just smoking them. I think he scored, like, the first, like, 10 points uninterrupted pretty much, and it's just like I was wrong once again. What a big surprise, but, um, yeah, other teams in this tournament. Uh, the first matchup will be Gonzaga against Central Michigan and then UCLA versus Bellarmine. And the comment that uh, the CBS Sports article says, uh, nice of Bellarmine and Central Michigan to show up, but the game we're all waiting for is a second-day showdown between Gonzaga and UCLA. And it's not an elimination-style tournament, so we're guaranteed to get it. So that's going to be a nice one to see on Monday and Tuesday, and hopefully uh, that, hopefully there'll be later games because by that point on Tuesday, I should be home, probably dog-tired from driving three and a half hours. But, man, I would love to see that matchup. Then we got the uh, bad boy mowers. I don't know. It's always that. I don't know why it has that now, but everyone knows as the battle for Atlantis, the – the tournament, you would say, where Duke pretty much ruled it for 
couple years there, back, like back when Jabari Parker was there. And you're like, man, this team's going to go all the way. And then they get bounced in the first round by Mercer. That's why I love college basketball. Like, anything can happen, honestly. And it was like, oh, yeah, but then no one, a 16 can't beat a one. Boom, UMBC taking out Virginia. Um, anyway, back on track. Uh, so the matchups in this game, in this tournament, this is on the 24th through the 26th, so right through Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Always good to see. Yeah, number 20, or sorry, these are different rankings. These are from, like, October. Uh, Michigan State against Loyola Chicago. Michigan State, always a team that is just, you're going to watch them. Even if they're ranked or not, you're still like, man, they haven't had a losing season. Did you see that, by the way? There were... Uh, there's been only three coaches that have been at their school for like more than 15 years and not have a losing record. It was Tom Izzo of Michigan State, Mark Few of uh, Gonzaga, and Mike Anderson of St. John's all have been there 15-plus years and no losing seasons among current Division One coaches. Unbelievable stat, of course, Izzo, a legend, always will be. So that's the first one. And also Loyal Chicago. I mean, Sister Jean, come on, man. Sister Jean, what else do you want? I mean, she's still kicking it at 102. That's unbelievable. That's that's probably the most insane number I've ever read. Uh, other matchups, Auburn against Connecticut. At the point in time that they were, that this was in there, they were both ranked. Uh, not sure about UConn anymore. But that's still a good matchup between two uh, what would be Power 5 schools if UConn was. Is the American, is it like Power 6 now because of the American? Because the American, no, I, I, I wouldn't think so. Because if it was a couple years ago, you probably would have said yes, the American 100% because they had UConn, Louisville, and uh, a couple other really good teams. But now it's kind of like, uh, you know. So, um. But two still really good schools. Then you got Syracuse versus VCU. Syracuse always going to be in it. They're always and I tweeted before during the tournament. I was like, man, why do I always count out Syracuse? I don't know what it is. I, is it the zone? I don't know. Is it Bayheim just not will, <laughs> not willing to leave? I don't know. Probably, but uh, yeah, it's always a good matchup. Then Baylor against Arizona State. Baylor, of course, coming off the national championship going to be a fun one and another comment and also bow for Atlantis. It's, it's so weird because before the NBA bubble, it looked weird for stuff for tournaments to be held in the ballroom. But people, some people are like, yeah, they've been doing this in like college basketball for a while and not saying it's in like a ballroom for the bubble, but in just a wide open space like that, it's like, have you never seen the Battle for Atlantis? They literally hold them in giant dining halls and ballrooms in these hotels. And that uh, tournament, that will also be in bracket play. So, um, yeah, expect to see good matchups all throughout the three days there. And then um, number six on their list, they have the ESPN Events Invitational. Okay. Is this like the first year of this thing? Because I've never heard of this. 
It's being held at the ESPN Wide World of Sports in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, which if you remember probably from hearing it a million times at nauseum, that's where the NBA bubble was. Um, this will be on the 25th, 26th, and then on the 28th, taking the Saturday off. Weird move. Okay. So starting on Thanksgiving, going into Black Friday, and then on the Sunday matchups, Dayton versus Miami, North Texas versus number four Kansas. Well, at that point in time, then you got Alabama versus Iona. Ooh, Rick Pitino's in this in this tournament. Rick Pitino, all right, making an appearance. <laughs> oh man, Rick Pitino. Um, then you got Belmont versus Drake. Really, all that anyone's looking forward to is Kansas versus Alabama, which you would assume would be the eventual matchup at some point, probably in the final. But I'm I'm amped up for the Alabama versus uh, Iona game. Rick Pitino making a comeback. Then you got the uh, Maui Jim Maui Invitational. Everyone knows that as the Maui Invitational. Come on. Um, except it's in Las Vegas this year. Last year was in like, uh, was that the one where it was going to be in North Carolina, but then it got moved to, no, it was in North Carolina, but the, uh, bow for Atlantis instead of being in, uh, the somewhere in the Caribbean. Hang on. I can check real quick being at all oh, the Bahamas. It was in North Dakota. And you're like, uh, why? I mean, good matchups. Last year you had Gonzaga against Iowa. That was a very good matchup. I loved watching that game. But, um, yeah, you're like, why are, you, why are we going to North Dakota? Of all the places we can go and all the gyms in America that we can clear out, yeah, let's go to North Dakota. Yeah, why not? But, um, yeah, the Maui Invitational, now known as the Las Vegas Invitational, I guess, uh, matchups. And in bracket play, Texas A&M against Wisconsin. Again, two power five schools don't want to miss that matchup. Especially since I know Wisconsin has lost already this season, but Brad Davison, I mean, he's like 30 at this point. He knows what he's doing. He'll get them back on their feet. And then you got Butler against Houston. Houston, of course, coming off our final four appearance. Butler, I believe they're three and one now. But they really played their first challenge last night against Michigan State and uh, wasn't a good one. And then you got uh, Oregon versus Chaminade. Oregon always in the mix, no matter what, of course. You know, Bill Walton in the Pac-12 saying they're going to rule the tournament. Got pretty close last year. Then you got St. Mary's against Notre Dame. Uh, It's tough because while I enjoyed watching... Notre Dame a couple years ago, like back in the uh, Pat Connaughton, Jerry and Grant, and all those guys, uh, Zach August, is there Bonzi Colson, all those guys, uh, they're kind of not so good anymore. So um, I'm still looking forward to this tournament. Uh, probably your final will be unless of uh, Wisconsin can really make a run at it probably Houston against Oregon which will be a top matchup to watch and that will be the 25th through the 28th so it's starting on Thanksgiving ending on Sunday 
Then you got the Hall of Fame Classic on uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week, the 22nd and 23rd, in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, where the uh, College Basketball Hall of Fame is. You have Cincinnati against Illinois. You know, Illinois crushes it. They're still so good this year, even though I know they lost to um, Marquette by one. But, uh, yeah, the Gavit games hasn't been that good for the Big Ten so far. Um, yeah, and then the uh, the other matchup is Arkansas versus Kansas State in bracket play. So probably the eventual matchup will be Illinois against Arkansas. And Arkansas being led by Eric Musselman. Huge program turnaround. I mean, this is a school where, what, they haven't they weren't relevant since, um, what, Bobby Portis? was in town, or even before that, uh, Ronnie Brewer, and you're like, yikes. But, um, yeah, Musselman really looking like um, back in the days of the 90s of Arkansas, Corliss Williamson, uh, unbelievable team that was led by Nolan Richardson. Um, really looking forward to see what Arkansas does this year. But, you know, since I'm a Purdue fan, I got to root for the Big Ten in this one, right? So, um, yeah, go Illinois, I guess. I don't know. And then you got the Roman main event that will be on starting Friday and ending on Saturday, the 21st, at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. So the matchups in bracket play, Arizona against Wichita State. Wichita State had that guy who pulled from the parking lot in their first game of the season to win. And then you got Michigan versus UNLV. UNLV kind of a kind of an advantage for them. I mean, they're in Vegas. Probably just go back to the dorm after playing instead of having to sit in a hotel for a couple days. But uh yeah. Uh, Michigan, of course, coming off of a loss to Seton Hall, which <laughs> Michigan fans, what happened? What happened? You guys talk the talk. Ugh, man, I get it's early, and I know that those losses are going to happen. It's completely the opposite of football. Those losses are going to happen. But, man, you talk yourself up so much. I heard, I think I heard some undefeated uh, chatter going on. Am I crazy on that? Huh, a little crazy on that. So, um, yeah, and in bracket play, it'd be interesting to see Wichita State against Arizona. I mean, Wichita State against Michigan. Now, in their comments, the CBS sports guys said that an Arizona versus Michigan championship game, yes, please. But Wichita State will have something to say about that in compelling semifinal game, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, uh, I would really love to see... Uh, Wichita State against Michigan. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a weird game for UNLV-Michigan. That's going to be interesting to watch. So, other notes, this event figures to be ranked higher next season as the field reportedly will reportedly will consist of UCLA, Virginia, Illinois, and Baylor. Hey, the Roman main event. You guys are already getting, like, top billing next year. 
if that falls, if that goes through, that's going to be a really good tournament. And then you got the number 12 on CBS Sports list, the Bahamar Bahamas Championship. That will be on the 25th and then the 27th. So Thanksgiving, Thursday, and Saturday following uh, matchups. Louisville versus Mississippi State, and then Maryland versus Richmond in bracket play. Mississippi State, sneaky team. Just want to say that. Of course, Louisville... You know, past couple uh, years haven't been that good ever since uh, the whole Patino thing happened. But he hasn't been a little competitive in the ACC, you know. Not saying you're at the top of the ACC, but you guys are getting in there. But, um, yeah, then you got Maryland versus Richmond, which I would love to see a final between Maryland against either Louisville or Mississippi State. That's going to be a fun one. Next up, on number 13 on the CBSSports.com list. Uh, number 13 is Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Fort Myers Tip-Off. You really got to love all these uh, taglines of all the sponsors, don't you? Speaking of which, you hear about the Crypto.com Center? Staples Center no longer being a thing. And I was listening to, um, we're going to get a little off topic on this. I was listening to No Dunks which if you don't know who they are, they used to be the starters on NBA TV. I loved watching them when I was in middle school and high school. They were great. Didn't have a show for a while, and I was like, where did they go? And then I don't know why, out of nowhere, I uh, found them. They're called No Dunks now, but they're with The Athletic, I believe. I was listening to them, and um, when it comes to Staples Center, you forget that like Staples is like a sponsor for it. You just know it as the Staples Center. You get what I mean? Like, you don't, when you think of Staples Center, you don't think of the office supply store. You think of the arena first and Lakers first. But, um, yeah, interesting. Crypto.com arena. Gotta love it. Anyway, the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Fort Myers tip off in Fort Myers, Florida, obviously. Matchups in bracket play Ohio State against Seton Hall, who has just beat Michigan. So interesting to see how that will go. Ohio State's been a little shaky to start the season. I mean, they barely beat Akron to start out. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't I don't know about that. But, you know, they'll always come around by the Big Ten uh, conference play. They'll be good again. And then you got California versus Florida. Interesting tournament here. Um don't really know that much for California or Florida anymore. Ever since Don, Billy Donovan left Florida, I honestly haven't cared. Like, let's be honest. Billy Donovan, like, ever since he's been gone, it's like, wow, you guys haven't had, like, any recruits. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, that will be, sorry, I don't think I mentioned it, on the on Monday and Wednesday of next week. Those are going to be very interesting. And then the NIT season tip-off, number 14 on the list. That will be on Wednesday and Friday. Now, that makes sense. We're going to take Thanksgiving off instead of, I don't know why you would take off the Saturday after Thanksgiving. That makes no sense to me. Anyway, matchups. 
I think I know why that this is on the list. First off in bracket play, you got Iowa State against Memphis. Memphis, the number one recruiting class for, or they're, they were up there for, um, it's been a couple years since they've had a number one class, but that last time was a recruiting violation. So interesting to see where this one goes. Look, man, everyone does it, but it's just that I don't understand how people can get caught and still bring in high power uh, athletes and not get caught again. Like the with Cal Pari amazes me how he has not got caught at Kentucky. He goes to UMass. He gets in trouble there. Leaves. Bolts. They're like they had a ban from the tournament, I believe. Bolts. Then he goes to Memphis, where he has, I think, two recruiting violations with Derrick Rose faking his SAT score. And then I think Tyreek Evans was an illegal uh, recruitment. And they get in trouble. Bolts. See ya. Goes to Kentucky where somehow he hasn't got caught, even though he gets a, pretty much a number one recruit every year. I, I, I don't know. He gets no one's in the world to reclassify to go to Kentucky. And nothing comes of it. Look, everyone does it, but I'm just saying, like, come on. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on with the NIT season tip-off. Uh, so Iowa State, Memphis, and then Virginia Tech against Xavier, who Xavier will be playing Ohio State tonight. Very interesting to see how that plays out. If Xavier can make a can keep it up with Ohio with Ohio State, a final with Memphis and Xavier would be amazing to watch. And the comments um, for this: If Memphis and Virginia Tech win their openers, former Hokies star and current Memphis guard. Landers Nolly will take on his old squad. Interesting. Very interesting. But um, I believe that will be it for the uh, early season, well, Thanksgiving-ish college basketball tournaments. So, um, yeah, that was it. Um, very excited to see what all goes on. Like I said, Thanksgiving is always a time where me and my family, some of them want to watch football. And I'm like, okay, fine, go to the other room, whatever. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's just, that's Thanksgiving for you. But, um, yeah, it's just a time where I and a couple, maybe my cousins and an uncle will um, watch college basketball, just indulge it and have fun and eat like crazy as, you know, everyone does on Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, very exciting for that. I want to thank you for listening. Next week, will there will be no episode because it would be Thanksgiving Day and I will be at home. So, and I don't believe anything will be able to get uploaded. So, um, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at DEverhart00, and we will talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.